Left for dead and his share of the loot stolen, cold-blooded professional thief Parker travels cross-country to seek revenge on those who double-crossed him and reclaim what is rightfully his, even if it means going up against the largest organized crime outfit in the land in Darwin Cook's adaptation of Richard Stark's The Hunter. Gunner Trash, episode 153, Parker the Hunter by Darwin Cook. My name is Eric. And I am his friend Jason. <laughs> that works too. How's it going? It's going okay. How about you? I think I'm excellent. Okay, alright. I just ate a werewolf. <laughs> you drank a werewolf. I drank a werewolf. Yeah. Uh, you, you ate a veggie sub. I did. Yeah. <clears throat> With pepper jack cheese. It, uh, oh yeah, that's right. You were, you were going nuts today. Today was a crazy day. Yeah. You, uh, you got some pepper jack cheese. I got some pepper jack cheese. I got some honey mustard. And some honey mustard. Don't, wouldn't that, uh, cancel each other out, you think? A little sweet and a little hot. Uh, just like I just like. Like me. Yeah, just like I like my, <laughs> just like I like my co-hosts. A little sweet, a little hot. <laughs> Yeah, I'd never had the pepper jack cheese from the subway. Yeah. And in addition, I'd never had the honey mustard from the subway. Uh-huh. It was a good combo. Very calm, good combo. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, pepper jack cheese tastes like pepper jack cheese, uh, I would assume. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As yeah. does the honey mustard. Well, the, the veggie patty from the subway is, uh, it's filling, but it's not exactly tasty. Okay. So you, you gotta put a bunch of flavors on top of that thing. Gotcha. Gotcha. And yeah. the other vegetables don't work? Well, they help, but uh, a sauce, a little oregano, yeah. a little yeah. cheese, a little spice, but uh, yeah, those, that pepper jack cheese, man, really did the trick. Now, with, uh, I mean, you being a vegetarian and all, mm. uh, would you, just, just out of curiosity, out of, out of a hypothetical situation here, uh-huh. could you order a veggie sub from Subway? Right. And uh, get some provolone cheese on it, and maybe get some of the spaghetti sauce that they have the meatballs in. Ooh, no. No, no. Too, too much uh, meat taint? Yeah. <laughs> meat taint. <laughs> I saw them open for Cavalier Conspiracy at McGuffey's. Uh, <laughs> um, no, I mean, I could, and I, I bet... I bet I wouldn't get sick, but I bet my stomach would be a little upset with me. Yeah. Yeah, just just from, I mean, like I've eaten chicken and fish in the last, you know, few years, but it's been like uh, close to 20 years since I've had any beef or pork, okay. so that would, I think it would play havoc on, on my system. <clears throat> Even that little bit of, uh, you know, osmosis or whatever. Right, right. Now, I'm pretty sure that it means Subway, uh, that everything there has been touched by meat. Yeah. That's, that's weird. I don't know, because everything comes in little plastic, you know, 
containers. And right, like, but they just kind of slop shit around. Yeah, and they're... Yeah, like, I, I don't think they changed gloves after they fixed yours, before they fixed mine. Right, so, yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. But, uh... Yeah, I mean... You take what you can get. Right, I mean, you know, it's right. a subway. It's, like, if I was going to, like, uh... You know, Peaches in Yellow Springs, which is known for their vegetarian cuisine, I would expect a certain level of, uh... Quality, but you know, when I go to Subway, I'm like, well, I'm eating for five bucks. See, when I would go to Peaches in Yellow Springs, I would be more worried about the fact that uh, a hippie who hasn't showered <laughs> in 17 years is uh, making my food. Well, I've been building up immunity to hippie germs over the years. <laughs> I think I'm pretty much uh, safe from them. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty good. <laughs> I would be worried about uh, patchouli. Oh yeah, uh, just uh, general. Uh, Dreadlock funk. Oh, dreadlock funk. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I had my dreadlock funk shot there, so <laughs> I think I'm good. Um, I did not have my meatball shot. So. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, tasty, uh, tasty little meal we had there from Subway. Yeah, I got a soup. Yeah, I love a soup. You get the chicken soup, right? Uh, chicken and dumplings. Oh, yeah. Not enough places. Uh, not enough places serve soup. Yeah, uh, I agree. This is uh, something I have harped about for a while. There are uh, not enough soup options in the I've, world. I've seen you out there with your uh, "Bring Me the Soup" placard, yeah, you know, uh, yeah. protesting the various eateries around town. Yeah, yeah. Um, it doesn't uh, seem to have reached for uh, yeah. You got to take it right to the the main office. Like, yeah, you're yeah. you're on the street where the the workers are, right. and they're behind your cause. You know? I am part of the Occupy. Uh, Fast food uh, <laughs> <laughs> movement, <laughs> and uh, I should be taking just as seriously yeah, as the yeah, Occupy Wall Street. You probably should. Yes, <laughs> no more, no less. <laughs> you know, I, I I know. I mean, I'm not much of a conspiracy theorist, but I remember years ago when you were, <clears throat> you know, you were on your way. Um, to uh, Dublin, Ohio, to to meet with Dave Thomas about getting soup in Wendy's, and he mysteriously passed on. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm not one to just, you know, <clears throat> throw around words like Big Brother and uh, you know stuff like that. But I gotta say, I think there might be a connection. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't in that situation I be the one uh, <laughs> being uh, taken care of? Um. Well, I mean, you know, you got your assassins, and and when you get different grades of assassins, some of them get confused when they're <laughs> on the job. I mean, they just know that their job is to assassinate. You know, they don't really know which party. I mean, there's a, it's a he said she said. It's black and white. It's a gray area. <laughs> the important thing is everyone knows that soup is good food. Yeah, it is. I think that's the moral of the story. Yeah, yeah. And uh, one more thing I would like to say, uh, just uh, speaking of Wendy's, mm-hmm. uh, I'd like to applaud Wendy's for uh, taking the uh, ironic hipster movement and uh, turning it back on itself. <laughs> what did it do? Uh, you know, uh, annoying asshole hipsters will generally wear like an old vintage t-shirt that they maybe find in a thrift store, or perhaps uh, something that was custom made or made brand new, but it is an old thing. Like ironic or something? Yeah, something. yeah. And uh, there is a Wendy's campaign going on right now in which uh, the commercial features a guy at a thrift store buying a Where's the Beef t-shirt. Oh, wow. And walking around the streets and everybody looking at the shirt and uh, 
You're promoting uh, Wendy's uh, Burger. I did not know that. Oh, yeah. I remember the words of the beef ads when yeah. I was a kid. Yeah. They, they are back. Nice. Just uh, not with the old lady. Oh, well, she's probably... Just, uh, just a hipster douchebag. <laughs> Which I, have, I don't I think has the lasting appeal as a uh, kindly old lady. Yeah, I like the, I like the old ladies yeah, better. Yeah. I haven't seen the new one, though. So, uh, yeah, way to go, Wendy's, for uh, taking the ironic hipster douchebag and <laughs> making him corporate. <laughs> that is the perfect way to kill a movement, yeah. and I applaud it. Yeah. <clears throat> Good job. Good job. Now everyone will shave and get beards and stop protesting bullshit. <laughs> They'll get jobs at Wendy's. Because <laughs> that's all they know. <laughs> if I didn't work at Mavericks, I'd probably work at Wendy's, yeah. honestly. Yeah. I'd be like, you need me to drop another bucket of fries? Which, you know, nothing against those that do. Right. I'm just saying. Oh, everything. I'm just saying I wouldn't want to have to do that, <laughs> <clears throat> but I would. <clears throat> I've got a dog and a cat to feed. Yeah. I would. Uh, I would probably rather just die. Yeah, yeah. That's always an option. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, we say we uh, we get into this book, bookie book. We yeah we get a book to talk about. Yeah, yeah. Parker the hunter. By Darwin Cook, adapted from the novel by Richard Stark, a.k.a. Donald Westlake. There's a lot of names. There is a lot of names here. <laughs> this is a graphic novel adaptation of a novel that, uh... It's pretty graphic. It, it's graphic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, uh, I've also seen two different movie adaptations of. Really? Almost technically three. Really? Yep. Of this story. Of this exact same story. <clears throat> this is news to me. Yes. Uh, the first movie adaptation of this was called Point Blank with uh, Lee Marvin. Uh, I think that it. had Keanu Reeves and uh, Gary Busey. That is Point Brewery. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, made in 1967. Uh, scant, uh, five years after the novel was originally published. Wow. Uh, and, uh, Donald Westlake, a.k.a. Richard Stark, uh, refused to let, uh, anyone use the, the name of the character in the book, uh, which is Parker. Uh, so in the, the Point Blank movie, his, his uh, name was Walker. Hmm. And there are changes here and there between, between the two sources, but, uh... Pretty much the same story. Yeah. And then in 1999, uh, a movie with Mel Gibson came out called Payback. Oh, I've heard of that. Which uh, is based on this. He was also not allowed to be called Parker, so his name was Porter in that. Uh, and then about uh, six years, seven years after that, the director's cut of that movie uh, was released to DVD, uh, which is called Payback, the straight-up edition. Which is a entirely different movie. Really? Entirely different movie. Uh, but also the same movie. <laughs> but he was still called Porter. Yep. He would uh, not allow anyone to use the name Parker until Darwin Cook did this. Well, now, I've I've heard uh, Donald, or Richard, whatever you want to call him, is he's passed away. Yes. Um... Was it his estate that allowed Darwin Cook to use it? Or no, he was still alive when Darwin Cook started this. Oh, okay. Yeah, he just not was not 
uh, he he passed on before the book was finished. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah. But uh, it was with his approval, and uh, he gave his blessing to, to use the name Parker. Now, I wonder why that is. Was he more of a fan of Darwin Cook than he was of Mel Gibson? Who could be? <laughs> I have to think, at the time, uh, Mel Gibson was not uh, reviled as he was. Uh, That's true. You know, in 1997 or so, whenever that movie uh, first started. Yeah. Hmm. So, yeah, I wonder, wonder why. Well, yeah, besides, you yeah. It goes all the way back to 1967. Yeah, so yeah. Wow. You need to pay attention to what I say. 19 what? <laughs> but this was set in the 62. Okay. Uh, well, yeah, no, that, that is weird, though. Yeah. I just find that strange. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe he doesn't like the films. He doesn't like the, the talkies. Maybe he just wants his work to stand on its own. He wants the character to be its own thing. Mm-hmm. Which I think he wrote, like, 28 novels uh, with that character. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's surprising. Yeah. I'd never heard of him before. Yeah. Before uh, Joe, I actually got this book. Uh, I don't know if you remember, uh, as my groomsman gift from uh, Joe G. I do not remember because I was not privy to any of that information. Oh. I was merely guest at wedding. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Drunk guest. Well, that nobody even told I was allowed to have something other than beer. <laughs> That's right. I remember that. <laughs> Still bitter. Happy anniversary, Joe. <laughs> oh, well, the only reason I was led into the groomsman party is because I know some nasty, dirty shit on Joe. <laughs> and I promise not to uh, let his uh, wife know about it. Can you tell me off air? Oh, yeah. Oh, sweet. Yeah. I'll, I'll fucking draw you a picture. Because that's the only way I can bring myself to talk about it. <laughs> it's that dirty. What if I put you under hypnosis? Yeah, let's do it right oh, yeah. now. Okay. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so this is uh, like the the fifth time that I've uh, read this story. Wow, so yeah. So you didn't <laughs> you didn't watch those in the last week to prepare? You've uh, seen all I had seen both versions of Payback. Uh, I saw all the first the first version of Payback uh, back when it first came out on DVD. And, right. Uh, when the the director's cut came out, I watched that. When that came out, uh, I did watch Point Blank uh, within uh, the past week. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sweet. How does that compare? Uh, to the book or to Payback? Uh, I'm not interested in Payback All for right. some reason. Right. Uh, but yeah, to the book. I would, uh, well, first of all, I'm going to tell you, uh, Payback, the director's cut, recommended. Really? Entirely recommended. Really? Fantastic movie. Fantastic movie. Okay. Regular version, eh. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, point blank, eh, somewhere between. Okay. Yeah. Uh, compared to the book, the book is better. Yeah? Yeah. Ooh. So you like the book? I did enjoy the book. How could you not? Exactly. It's amazing. Darwin Cook is... God damn it. <laughs> I, I look at his art, and not only is he just probably one of the best storytellers working in comics. Yeah. Uh, like, I, I look at his art and how... Simple, the the line art is uh, just uncluttered, but at the same time kind of messy, and it's perfect. Yeah. I'm just so absolutely jealous of what he is able to convey with just a couple of lines. Right. Yeah, this is, I think this would be uh, the top of his game as far as what I've seen by him. Yeah. I haven't read everything he's ever done, but... Neither have I. But, uh... I think this is the best-looking uh, stuff he's done. I would agree. 
and it's all just uh, black and white with like a blue wash. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's not even a wash because it's just one tone. Yeah, it's like this grayish, bluish. Do you think, like, if you saw original artwork from this, like an original page, do you think it would just be black and white? And you think that's all digital? I don't think it's digital. Yeah, it I doesn't. Mean, maybe it, it doesn't look. There's parts of it where there's like, uh, like almost a zipatone type dot pattern right. to some of the the you know that blue wash stuff. Right. But then there's other times where it, it does look like he used a paintbrush to put it on. Right, right. I was really curious about that. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if there's uh, some digital work going on. Uh, you know, I don't. I don't think there's too many professional artists working nowadays who haven't at least dabbled. Yeah. You know, bastards. <laughs> <I'm just kidding>. <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah, it just it looks so awesome that that one color tone. It just gives it a very. It, it almost makes it look like a an old black and white uh, noir movie because right. it has that one kind of tone. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's got like heavy blacks in it, and then uh, you know, there's just that one colored blue that's throughout right like uh very very rarely do you see like like a, a different shade of it anywhere right and if you do it's usually just like you know a dry brush effect or something like that like uh that panel 142 right yeah now. on page 49 take and, a look at it audience <laughs> and and those like you can see on these faces those kind of look like it's some sort of computer tone like it's got like a a hatch pattern in that in that stuff Okay, yeah, um, like a zipatone pattern. But then th- there's other times where it completely where doesn't look yeah. like that. So maybe, I would say he probably just enhanced it with uh, the digital. Yeah. But uh, probably hand-painted all of it. It's incredible. I would hope. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what I'm thinking. I don't it's, know what I'm saying. It's all him, though. Like, there's yeah, no other yeah. credit. He wrote and drew this thing. Well, he adapted. Well, yeah. Yeah. He created... He created Donald Westlake and Richard Starks and Parker and Eric and Jason. <laughs> Just for this podcast. <laughs> for all part of Darwin Cook's world. <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice? Honestly. I heard he's kind of a dick. Yeah, he is. That's yeah. what I've heard. <laughs> I've heard he fights guys. But I mean, like, I don't think, I don't think I get the impression that he's a dick. I get the impression that he's old school. Mm-hmm. Like where he doesn't put up with kind of modern shit, you know, where everybody was kind of a little more gruff and, like, to the point, you know, and they didn't beat around the bush so much. I think he's just, like, old school. I would call that a dick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Classic. Yeah. Classic, a dick, whatever you want to, however you want to define it. Uh, of course, you know, I don't, uh, I've, I've, uh, with, with social networking and everything, I've really, uh, been turned off by a lot of comic creators lately. Oh, yeah. I, I think they're all just kind of douchebags. <laughs> You get to know him a little too well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm uh, maybe I should just get off the internet. I think I think everyone should a little bit, yeah. at least. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll just stop following comic creators. There you go. <laughs> Except for Mike Norton, he's not a dick. And Kyle Holtz. Kyle Holtz is awesome. Hots, yeah, Holtz, whatever his name is. Yeah, I mean, Holt. I don't know. No, I've heard. I've heard him say Holt. Yeah. yeah. There's no L in it. No, there's no. But hey. <laughs> He's awesome enough to put his own consonants in there. That's true. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> Sometimes why? Yeah, some comic creators are fine, but uh, some of the ones that like whose work I really, really enjoy, yeah, I don't know. Maybe they're they're just 
bitter dealing with other super annoying comic people. But I, uh, I bet. I, I mean, know. it seems like one of those careers where like you want to get into it so badly, and once you do, there's probably all this extra. I mean, I don't want to use the word baggage, but there's right. all this extra hurdles and 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 like you know, like I wouldn't. If I was super successful, I don't think I would even want to go to like, you know, San Diego Commons and promote my work. I would just want to be in my little home writing and drawing, you know. Right, right. And I'm sure a lot of these people get, you know, I mean, I'm sure they appreciate their fans, but right. there's a point where, you know, it's probably annoying too. Yeah. Like I'm That's sure it. when uh, when I'm done here today, I'm uh, I'm unfollowing every comic. Nice. Even even me. Uh, I don't follow you because oh. you're not. On oh, that's right. <laughs> but if you were, yes. Oh, sweet. Okay. <laughs> I would just tell you what was going on anyway. Right, yeah. <laughs> you would know before the internet. Uh, the only one I'll keep on is Kurt Dins. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, I've heard he's kind of a dick in real life. Well, he kind of is, yeah. yeah. But, uh... But, uh... Old school. Old school. Yeah, yeah, old school. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's how he coins coined the phrase, you know. He describes himself as old school. Yeah, because, uh... I want to enjoy all these people without uh, the baggage of uh, knowing what the, what their personalities are actually like. Right. I don't want to read interviews. I've, I've always hated behind-the-scenes <laughs> kind of shit anyway. Really? I always love behind-the-scenes, but I, it always spoils it a little for me. Yeah. But I'm, like, addicted to it. I mean, you know, like, like if I if I even had the desire to make comics anymore, like, I would just make them. I wouldn't, like, read what other people do. I would just do it. Yeah. Just seems better that way. It is, but I've, there's this compulsion for me. Like I, I love reading interviews with musicians and artists that I like, and I always, not always, but eighty percent of the time, I like them a little less after I read the interview. Right, right. Just something they say, you know, it just comes across as like douchey or. Um, but you know, then every once in a while, somebody like you know proves me wrong. But right. <clears throat> but that's not. That's not. That's what we're talking about. What is this is Parker, the hunter, the <clears throat> hunter, and all his various adaptations. <laughs> so it surprised me when you said that he made <clears throat> upwards of thirty books, uh, starring Parker. Yeah, because Parker, not a likable character. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which is also part of the reason why. Uh, there has to be a director's cut of the movie Payback, because uh, the, that version of it tested, and people didn't like it, because Mel Gibson's character was kind of an evil asshole in it. Well, duh. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. clears throat> uh, Parker is just a criminal. Yeah. yeah. And, and Straight up. And it's not like a... Just a super suave Cary Grant diamond thief. No. He's an asshole. Oh, yeah. yeah. He is a brutal motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> I, can, I can see why uh, why audiences, you know, like your vast public that goes to see a Mel Gibson movie right. would be a little upset by that. Yeah. You know? yeah. At least back then. Yeah. yeah. Now they're like, now wow, they're he's like, so wow, much he's so tame. <laughs> compared to the Mel Gibson, yeah. How do, you, how do you hold it back like that? He wasn't even <laughs> urinating on any of these Jews or anything. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think I, I, uh, I mean, like there's parts of the book where, you know, you, you know, you're glad that he's, uh, tearing someone down a little bit because right. they're even more of an asshole maybe than right, he is, right. but it's always like, 
you know, there's no, like, I think the only good guys in this book are, uh, some of the women. Like, they're, like, the only likable, like, decent characters, and only some of them. I would say one. One of them. <laughs> um, I, I forget the lady's name, but the lady that, uh, tells him where Mal Resnick is. And yeah, he, that's the one. Okay, is that the one you're talking yeah, about? Yeah. Um, I think Lynn's kind of likable, too, because, only because she was being forced into this horrible situation. Uh, but she wasn't. She, she brought it on herself. Oh. Well, like, like, it was her choice to, uh, I don't know, that's funny. I think yeah. it's the very first thing. Yeah. Uh, you know, she, she's the one that, uh, shoots Parker, uh, and leaves him for dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then escapes with Mal with the money. But, but she's being forced by gun to do this. No, she's not. Yeah. No, she isn't. Yeah. yeah. Nope. They threaten to kill her and, and Mal. They're like, either way. But she still does it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's not and, exactly like altruistic or anything, but it, but it's you know, no, nah, like I don't know. Maybe it's just the the other versions that I've seen that that are clouding me on this. But uh, like in those versions, and what I get from this is that she is totally doing this on her own, right? You know, thing. She seemed to fight it a little bit in this, and uh, and like they were like, "Well, we're gonna kill both of you if you don't." So she was like, "Well, might as well save myself." So I mean, like I said, that's not. Completely uh, virtuous, but I don't think she would have done it without being forced to. I think she would have. No, yeah. Well, huh, huh. But uh, but yeah, uh, definitely all the dudes in this story not very likable. Nope. <laughs> well, they're criminals. Yeah, yeah. They usually try to like rose color one of the criminals, especially like when the book is titled his name. Right. Yeah. Give you a little bit of somebody to root for. And like I said, at times you do root for him, but right. overall he's a bastard. I think, uh, I mean, yeah, he's, he's definitely not likable. Uh, but, but I think he's, uh, uh, I think it's the story that, that helps propel it along. And he's drawn so well. Oh, well, there's that too. <laughs> yeah. But again, like like even in the movie adaptations, it's still basically the same character. He's still just a, an unlikable dick, right? You know. But uh, I think the power of the story, like you know, like, uh, keeps it going without without you ever stopping to think that man, you are. Why am I watching you? Yeah, why right. am I reading about you? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that that is impressive to me because usually, you know, uh, uh, unless there's at least one character who's you know. You know, consistently in the story, right. um, who you like, it's hard to really get into it and even care. Right. But you you do because um, just this I don't know the situations and like, you know, you think you keep pulling for him. Like I kept going like maybe he'll come out of this and he'll be you know a lot nicer of a guy and like it doesn't really happen though. No, no it doesn't. <laughs> maybe maybe when he goes to Florida in the second book. Spoiler. Shit. I think we can. I think it was already spoiled by the fact that there were thirty books featuring this character. Yeah, he, he lives on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they weren't all prequels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the second through the thirtieth all take place in the funeral parlor. There's people telling stories about Parker. <laughs> oh man, um, was was this originally a uh, single issues? Because it, it was told in, like, five chapters or four chapters or something. It was, like, book one, book two. Yeah. No. 
Okay, so it was just a one graphic novel. Yep. Yeah, I was a little curious about that. Wow, what a work of art, though. It is. It's, uh, yeah, I think, uh, I mean, I really like the story, obviously, you know, otherwise I wouldn't have <laughs> seen 17 versions of it. Uh, you saw, uh, the one man show over at the right. local high school. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I, I think the art is definitely, uh, an added, uh, super bonus with this. It's so stellar. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I mean, just, yeah, just some of these images here that's so, like you said, simple, it's so pulpy too. Like there's just so many like, um, you know, iconic like pulp characters and scenes and right. buildings and you know just like even even everything down to the bags that these like gunmen carry. Right. It's like it's all so pulpy. Yeah, everything there is to basically just tell the story. Like there, there's nothing there that is just uh, Darwin Cook, you know. Artistically masturbating or anything. Like <laughs> right, that. yeah. Everything was just in service of, of, uh, getting you to the end of the book. Uh, <clears throat> I love the little details too about how corrupt everyone is. Like, when, uh, when Hunter finally, or Par- Parker. Parker finally finds, uh, uh, yeah, Hunter, Fred, Dr- when Fred Dreyer, <laughs> uh, no, no, when he, when he finds, uh, um, he, he's like on his trail to Mal and he finds that CD poker game. Um, right. And then there's like just the cops sitting there playing with all these like underworld criminals. Yeah. And he's in, in uniform and everything. Like, <laughs> I mean, just like, it's like just good imagery like that. Just like nobody's completely good in this book. Right. No one's good in this book. Yeah. <laughs> Except for that one. What's that one lady's name? Uh, Rose and Wanda. Rose and Wanda. The other, uh, strippers or call girls or? Uh, it's one woman. Okay. Same lady. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Rose and Wanda. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, I believe Hooker. Yeah. Yeah, she was very likable. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Of course, she gets fucked over, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Everyone gets fucked over, except for Parker. Yeah. (laughs) And he's uh, just as deserving as most of them to get fucked over. Oh, yeah. Huh. That's weird. That doesn't sound like a glowing review, but we both really enjoyed it. Oh, yeah. It's excellent. (laughs) Well, it's noir. Yeah. You know, uh. Bad things happen. Bad things happen. Like, even, uh, yeah, like Parker even just, like, accidentally kills some lady when he's, uh, <laughs> trying to do a little spy work. Yeah. And, and he, like, barely thinks anything twice about it. And she's just some lady. It's not yeah. like, you know, yeah, she yeah. works for the bad guys or anything. He didn't intend to kill her. Yeah. yeah. But he's like, oh well. Yeah. <laughs> well he calls, uh, calls the cops to let right. know that someone's dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's, that's, a, that's upstanding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's basically the equivalent of breaking down and yeah. crying. That's a that's a whoopsie moment. That's what we would do. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you run over a kid, and you, you leave a note on their windshield well, or something. Yeah, parents yeah. jilled or something. <laughs> huh. So, uh, actually, on the second book of this, oh. um, I'm gonna read that sometime soon. Yeah. See yeah. how see where how it goes. I would uh, like to borrow that from you. Yeah. I actually yeah. bought that one with my own cash money. Ooh. Yeah. I'd still like to borrow that from you. I don't know <laughs> oh, if yeah. that's gonna affect anything. <laughs> I there. don't loan things out unless I can, you know, have traded like gifts and uh foodstuffs for them. <laughs> cash money stuff, no, no sir, it doesn't leave my side. <laughs> You've seen the duffel bag I carry on my trunk. 
It's all the stuff I've bought with my cash over the years. <laughs> and when you run out of cash, then you take another job. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Until someone fucks it up for yeah. you. Some dame, usually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like even that, like at the beginning, he's like, you know, here's this lifestyle I live because I'm ripping everyone off. And, yeah. You know, you're like, you know, it's, it's sort of like a gangster rapper. Like, you know, you're like, yeah, like, what an asshole, yet. He's living the good life. Yeah. I like uh, one of my favorite things about this book and you know the other adaptations are uh, the opening scene where he uh, returns to New York and he uh, basically cons his way into just getting a blank checkbook. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. And then buys a bunch of shit and then pawns it so he can get cash. It's amazing. Oh, I know. <laughs> you know, I love stuff like that in movies, like movies and books like this where – like, it, this was set in 1962, and, uh, you know, it, it'll show you things, like, how easily certain things were done. Right. Like, uh, like, I know it happens in Drugstore Cowboy, to the movie, where there's just not, there's not a lot done with, like, fingerprints and, like, you know, right. camera, there's no cameras anywhere, and, and, like, it makes me wonder, you know, like, 30, 40 years in the future, when people are looking back at, at our, like, um, current time here, right. or, or they're, you know, reading works of fiction based in our time, set in our time. Um, you know, if they're like, wow, it was so easy to do stuff like then. You didn't have, you know, holographic, uh, nano police. And, you know, <laughs> you know, I mean, like, it just seems like it'd be so easy to be a bank robber in the fifties and sixties or just a criminal in general, right. because just technology was so base back then. No cameras, uh, back then. Nobody had, uh, Cell phone. cameras yeah. on them at all times. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, and like, no CSI bullshit. Yeah. yeah. Right. <clears throat> of course, the fingerprints thing is, uh, is uh, part of the plot to this book as well. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. But they wouldn't have had his fingerprints had he been double-crossed. Oh? Wait a minute, how? How so? Well, the whole thing was that, you know... He, after he was left for dead, he was arrested and put in prison, and so he, he now had his That's right. That's bar. right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Which is something that, uh, up to that point, he had avoided. That's right. He's, he was laying low. Yeah. Being, uh, keen. Yes. So Resnick fucked him over. Stupid Mal Resnick. Yeah. Uh, another thing I love about this book is the whole thing, uh, like, you know, he, he's getting his revenge on, on Resnick, you know, basically for, for leaving him and stealing his wife, but also for stealing his part of the loot, which, uh, is like, you know, to a huge criminal organization, a paltry amount of money. <laughs> right. And everyone is pretty much just flabbergasted that anyone would be causing this much chaos for so little money. <laughs> which was thousands of dollars. Well, yeah, yeah. To us, it would be, yeah. you know. Especially in the sixties, that, yeah, yeah, that was a lot of money back then. But but yeah, you're right. It's it's funny. They're like, what <laughs> over that? <laughs> but they still refuse to give them. No, cause, yeah, cause that's the uh, the principle. That's how it, how, yeah. how it works. All of our listeners know they've all had dealings with the underworld. Well, of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, just uh, man, just a really good book. I would say solid is the word to describe this book. Yeah. Like, it's just, like, it's not, like, you know, it doesn't, like, turn the genre on its ear, yeah, but, but yeah. it's just, like, completely perfect as, like, this pulpy noir crime book. Yeah. I would uh, agree 100%. And, uh, but I would say it's absolutely stellar, uh, definitely art-wise. Oh, yeah. 
Star Wars book is fucking amazing. I don't think I can emphasize that enough. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I try to rip him off sometimes. But he's he's in a league of his own. Yeah. Just like Madonna and Mary Lou Retton. No, it was a... What was her name? Rosie O'Donnell. Rosie O'Donnell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Gina Davis. And Gina Davis. I can't forget the Gina Davis. No, I can't. Tom mm. Hanks. What? Yeah. How can you forget? Isn't John Lovitz in that movie, too? Maybe. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe not. <laughs> right, then. Yeah. So, Burger, the Hunter. There's a second book out called something. It's on the last page. Uh, the, 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 the something. The something? Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I forget what it's called. I think it may be called The Outfit. But that, I, sound, that sounds right. Yeah. That sounds right. I can't remember. Uh, and I know that uh, IDW, which published this book, uh, is putting out a uh, compendium of both of them called the Martini Edition. Ooh. Is it like one of those omnibus $100 things? I don't know. I don't know. You know, they're doing some neat stuff. Like in the latest previews, IDW's publishing... Um, books. Yeah, like... Uh, uh, the pencils of early Ramita Spider-Man in an oversized yeah. hardcover. That looks awesome. They did uh, a Thor uh, hardcover that has all of uh, Simonson's inks like reprinted directly from the pages. We actually had one of those at Mavericks, yeah. and I got to flip through it. And it's amazing because I don't know if you've seen every like page or whatever, yeah. but there's like, like I thought it would just be, you know, like a cool scans of of his line art. Right. But, I mean, you can see every detail on the original artboards. I mean, there's, like, right. coffee stains on some of them. There's, like, wow. notes. There's, like, the page numbers at the top, all the blue line information. I mean, they like, they wow. just, like, it just looks like you're holding all of his original art. Wow. It's incredible. I mean, you can see white out. Like, uh-huh. I mean, it's just, it's awesome. Wow. Yeah. Huh. And, right. But they're, like, a hundred bucks. Yeah. And, and I don't think I could, uh... And usually if a comic shop orders a book with a hundred dollar cover price, they charge us like fifty five, sixty right. bucks. These these cost us like seventy five dollars. Right. I mean they're I think a lot of shops aren't carrying them because of the over, over like the small discount, but right. yeah, it was we sold ours like instantly though, the oh. Thor one. So that'd be something I think I'd uh, like to see, but I don't know that I could warrant paying that much. Yeah. Either. I mean there's like if they did like a flexman tallow uh one of those, right, I, right. I I couldn't stop myself. Right. There's certain artists, but yeah, I mean, like I love Simonson and I love Ramita, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't shell out eighty bucks for yeah, right. that's a lot. Maybe Kirby, maybe. But. Right. Yeah. Uh, IDW good is what we've learned. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, tangent. <laughs> Except for that uh, whole thirty days, I think. Uh, well, that's keeping uh, James busy. No, no, is it? Yeah, yeah, he's. Isn't James doing? I don't know. I think he's doing color flats for for thirty days right now. Oh. So keeps our listeners in cold beer and cheeseburgers. Yeah. <laughs> Call me when he's flatting something I give a shit about. <laughs> Godzilla. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, the flats are good. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I haven't. I've never read Thirty Days a Night or. Or the idea. Well, you fucking recommended it to me. <laughs> Based on uh, other people's, you know, recommendations. Probably. Sorry. Sorry about that. I was passing along recommendations that I'd heard. That's what comic shop owners do. Or managers or 
peons, whatever. You should actually recommend things you've read then. Because otherwise, then I wouldn't have bought a piece of shit like 30 Days a Night. <laughs> you know, there is one 30 Days a Night book I was thinking about reading sometime. The one that uh, Adam Jones wrote? Um, well, no, I, I would consider that one too, but there's a David Lapham one. Like, he wrote in, drew it, and it looks pretty cool. I flipped through it. But I don't know. She's not Stray Bullets, I don't care. Yeah, I, I wish he would just do Stray Bullets. Yeah. Yeah. Sadly, you know, I hate to say that, but uh, it's pretty much all I want to see from that guy. Yeah, I've tried some other stuff, like his Wolverine, or Punisher, Daredevil, mm-hmm. and some Batman. Yeah, just, I Mark never Liars, get it. wasn't that him? Yeah, I even, I even read, like, the first six of those, and I just couldn't get into it. Yeah. Like, it was, it was fun and weird, but it was no Stray Bullets. Yeah. Alas. But Darwin Cook. Darwin Cook. He knows what he's doing. Oh, yeah. This and Watchmen too. Let's do it. <laughs> Is that going to happen? Is that really going to happen? I think so. Man. That's, that's what the rumors say. How weird is that? Yeah. yeah. I'm guessing not Alan Moore. <laughs> <laughs> he's just too busy writing the screenplay for Watchmen too. Yeah. Yep. The, the animated series. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The web series. Yeah. CG. All right, let's uh, let's take a break then. Sounds okay. good. I don't, I don't. Uh, all I can say is I give this book my highest recommendation. I'm with you. All right then. Let's. Uh... No.
Hey, welcome back to Gutter Trash. Hello. What up? Uh, nothing. So I, I just left the, the restroom. Uh-huh. And uh, I always like to check myself in the mirror before right. I, when I leave the restroom, just to make sure I'm looking my best, especially for a podcast. Right, right. <laughs> and uh, I noticed, I, I noticed I have a, there's a picture of a monkey on my shirt. Right. And it made me think, did they ever catch the herpes monkey? Did they it was eaten. Yeah. So I've heard like eight stories and like I've heard he was alive, I heard he was dead, or he was eaten, I heard he was missing. It, it was he was definitely eaten. Uh, well, they've never found it. So yeah. they just assume that it was eaten. What if he's out that there somewhere? That is the leading story on that. What if he's like in an abandoned warehouse somewhere just then he's going to do whatever herpes monkeys do. But what do they do? I don't know. <laughs> this situation's never arisen before. At least arisen? Arose. Risen? Risen. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, I'm kind of worried. Uh, do I mean, people know what you're talking about? Uh, I don't think we've ever talked about this. Have uh, we not? Well, I mean, if they... I do know that we... The, the day that all this uh, went down is the day that we recorded the Phantasm episode with Matt. Okay. And, uh... I briefly mention it. Uh, he tried to mention it, and then uh, I tried to steer the conversation away as far as humanly possible. <laughs> because I did not want to get into that bullshit with him. All right. Because uh, he is against the slaughter of exotic animals in Zanesville, Ohio. And I am uh, not in control of any of what happened in Zanesville, Ohio. Right. So there should be no opinion on it whatsoever other than, ah, oh, that's bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's too bad. I mean, it There can't be protests about something that happened. Yeah, that's... Yeah. <laughs> I mean... I can try to protest the Civil War all I want. <laughs> it's not going to change a goddamn thing. You're you're not going to uh, do that again this year? You're not going to put on your union I suit? Tried, uh, I tried protesting like Civil War reenactments. <laughs> well, that makes more sense, yeah. Because <laughs> that's a waste of time, too. <laughs> it just got me beaten up by a bunch of guys with weird beards. <laughs> Yeah, I can see that. Well, yeah, uh, I'm sure maybe we heard a lot more about this since we're only, I don't know, an hour or two away. I don't don't know how far Zanesville is. I think it's uh, about 100 miles uh, east of here. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, this this fella in Zanesville, Ohio, had a collection of pretty exotic animals. Yeah, Uh, lions, tigers, and bears. Oh, my. And herpes monkeys. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> and, uh, he kind of snapped. Yeah. And, uh. Well, apparently he was, he was kind of crazy beforehand anyway, and he'd, uh, had a lot of run-ins with the law. Right. And his neighbors all say that he was just pretty weird anyway, so. Uh, what? Yeah. A yeah. guy that owns uh, an exotic animal right. refuge in the middle of Ohio is weird? In the middle of, uh, one of the smallest towns in Ohio. Yeah, yeah. Zinville is not a huge place. Especially not now that uh, there's monkeys with venereal diseases roaming around the town. <laughs> Everyone's packing up and leaving. <laughs> so yeah, he went crazy and let them all out. Bears and everything. Yep. Like he had lions and uh, yeah, and he killed himself yep. right there. Um, one of the animals probably ate his remains. Who knows? Probably. 
Um, maybe a monkey raped him in the fudge tunnel. Right. Who knows? Yeah. We yeah. don't know. These things happen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you're, if you're the owner of a monkey who has herpes, you've got to expect to be raped in the fudge tunnel after you kill yourself. It's just natural. <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, and then like, and this happened at night. He yeah. let him out at night and it was like rainy. So like, they tried to tranquilize some of them and it wasn't, didn't seem to be working, and yeah, so they had to uh, pretty much kill all of them. Yeah, they I killed think. like yeah. fifty of them, and yeah. I think there's like maybe a half dozen or so at the zoo. I Columbus. never heard any of them uh, being caught and put. To yeah, the Jack Hanna said uh, there's some at the Columbus Zoo. Okay, I know that the Columbus Zoo came out to try to help with the situation and tranquilize them, but they couldn't I tranquilize. Never heard that they were uh, I, successful. I, I actually read read that in the paper. He's, well, then why don't you know about the herpes monkeys and why are you asking me? Well, he didn't talk about the herpes monkeys. He was talking about, he said the uh, the guy, the deceased man uh, who used to run the reserve, his wife apparently owns the animals now, but right. she had no way of keeping them, so, because uh, the guy, like, tampered with the cages, so they couldn't even get them back in the cages. Right. And uh, he was keeping them at the zoo until... The legalities were sorted out. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's a horrible, horrible thing. Yeah. But I mean, it probably turned out as best as it could have. Yeah. You know? There's absolutely nothing that people like you and me could have ever done. And, and uh, other than shit our pants. <laughs> yeah. And a lion showed up at our house. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Like, <laughs> like I'm a vegetarian and I don't love her. Uh, but, uh, you know, you're driving on the highway or, or this, the road and it says like, beware of, Lions and bears, you know, and yeah. like you're in like a rural area, you know. I mean, even if they tranquilize them, they would probably wake up the next morning in somebody's yard and just maul their, maul their right, neighbors yeah. and their family pets. So I mean, you know, either way, some something's got to die. You right, know? Yeah, that's basically what it boils down to. So it's too bad. Yeah. So who knows? Yeah, Herpes monkey. He might be out there somewhere. But yeah, one of the uh, one of the animals was a monkey that uh, apparently has herpes. Yeah, and uh, I heard that one of the big cats ate it. And yeah, I heard that that's what they were assuming, but I've never actually read like they're like, yep, he, like, we found that you know he was in the, the digestive tract of a leot- leopard or something. Right. Start say leotard. That would've been weird. <laughs> <laughs> well, that could happen too. He yeah. is a herpes monkey. Yeah, he might have been in a leotard. Who knows? <laughs> Uh, Most people wear leotards at herpes. It's yeah, just a, yeah, it's yeah. just a, you know, it's a thing that they do. Look it up on Wikipedia. Yeah. <laughs> Quick, let's edit Wikipedia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's Sunday. We always do that anyway. Yeah, that's true. Just randomly pick something and change it. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, that's too bad that that happened. That's our yeah. local news for the, the month. Yeah, yeah, that happened a couple of weeks ago. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I mean, there's just, uh, nothing that could have been done. Right. Know, at least not, not a hundred miles away, anyway. If we would have had a Superman. Oh, like, yeah. You know, can you imagine? If oh, Superman yeah. would have been there, he would have rounded those things up. He would have froze them. Yep. You know. Maybe, uh, bent some, uh, steel bars around them. Oh, but, I love you know, it. Uh, custom made a, a cage, an unbreakable cage. Could have used his, uh, heat vision for something. Yeah, welded something. Yeah. Uh, burned out all the herpes from the monkey. Oh yeah, well, maybe, maybe like uh, encircled the earth backwards a couple hundred times oh, yeah, until yeah. the monkey no longer had herpes. Right, like right. right before he was about to, you know, go on that date with that slutty monkey. <laughs> <laughs> they call her the town taxi because she gives everybody a ride. The monkey said, "What up?" <laughs> he didn't care. 
<laughs> he had a few too many uh, hot tamales. He was ready to get some action. So anyway. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh. I wish I knew a town taxi. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they're out there. <laughs> they're out there. <clears throat> um anything else fun going on? Other than herpes? Uh, Batman. You've been playing a lot of Batman. A lot of Batman. How's that going? Uh, I beat the game, sort of. Uh-huh. At least I beat the main story. Now I'm just uh, running around Arkham City uh, solving riddles. Nice. That's awesome. I saw the Edward Nigma lockbox or something on that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what's that? Just like a box full of riddles? Basically. Yeah. yeah. When you oh. solve one of them, he uh, gives you the location of a uh, hostage that he has uh, taken. Ooh. And you have to go to a death trap to try to rescue them. Oh. What, what does the death trap entail? Uh, usually like electrified floors, giant uh, grinding things. Wow. Typical uh, like mad mad villain. Yeah. 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 Death trap. Yeah. Death trap. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Like James Bond villain style. Yeah. 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 I haven't played any video games. I did go to the the George Lucas art show last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the films of George Lucas, local uh, artists interpreting the movies, and pretty awesome plethora. Of Lots of Star Wars art. Mostly, like mostly I'd, Star I'd say, ninety-five percent Star Wars art. Yeah. This is why uh, things like that need to stop. But I mean, you know, when you think of George Lucas, that's the first thing that comes yeah, to mind. You shouldn't think about George Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> One trick pony. Oh, but there was some amazing art. I was pretty happy. Yeah, you know, those artists uh, probably could have uh, you know, spent more time and energy working on their own creations rather than just uh, paying tribute to shitty movies. <laughs> well, they're trying to sell these, probably. So, Still. You know, people love to buy Star Wars shit. Yeah, well, those people need to stop buying Star Wars shit. Buy some stop perpetuating fresh, buy fresh stuff. nerdy bullshit. I agree. But there are, uh, there's a couple I would have liked to bought if I had a uh, disposable. Call yourself. Yeah. And then don't show anybody. <laughs> <coughs> then it'd be like Alex Ross hanging up drawings that I'd done. Yeah, you should do that too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a, he should uh, only show himself his own artwork. Oh, and he should also buy your artwork to hang up. Oh, okay. Well, I'm sort of the latter half of yeah, it. Yeah. That way neither of us have to see any of his work. Oh, I like, or your work. I like Alex Ross. I think I bought it. I bought a comic with Alex Ross artwork on the cover this week. I believe. I think he did the Kirby Genesis cover. I'm pretty sure. Uh, I know Ryan Sook did one of them. Because when I think of Kirby, I think of static painted artwork. <laughs> oh, fat guys and spandex <laughs> and artwork. Yeah. See, that's perfect. It works. I couldn't think of a less Kirby-esque artist that has ever existed. Really? How about Mike Diana? Uh, more Kirby. <laughs> more Kirby than Alex Ross. Yeah. He's so, he's got that heroic dynamic, uh, uh, you know. Standing still <laughs> thing going on. Uh, the whole fat guy in a, in a spandex suit <laughs> standing still. Yeah, that's Alex Ross. <laughs> oh. And, uh, you know, Ryan Sook, not exactly the most exciting artist in the world. Better than Alex Ross. I like them both. 
I like it. And uh, Mike Diana, not a good artist at all, but uh, better than Alex Ross. <laughs> definitely wow. more, definitely uh, closer to Kirby than Alex Ross. Oh, that's crazy talk. I think they're all good in their own way. And I appreciate what Alex Ross is doing. Thank you, Alex. Uh, go away, Alex. Go away. Never come back. <laughs> I think I'm going to uh, hire him to do the cover of the next Veggie Dog Saturn. The Nia Max. <laughs> Oh, not, oh not the special. That oh. one's already been done. Okay, well then, yeah. uh, oh yeah, that's right. Uh, then I will not be buying uh, that particular <laughs> issue. You never bought any of them. I give them to you. <laughs> well, then I will not accept it from you. What if it's autographed Alex Ross? You can sell it on eBay. You can sell it on eBay for me. Okay. So I'll even give you uh, 10% of the profits. Wow. That sounds fair. <laughs> I'm going to get Alex Ross to paint a picture of us talking about the Herbie's Monkey. So he's gonna have to get a monkey to stand still. Yeah, well, he's uh, got a uh, got a good uh, uh, track record of uh, painting fat guys, sitting, <laughs> oh, oh, not well. doing anything. Well, hey, that's us. See, <laughs> <laughs> he's on his way. He's on his way to the buyer beware <laughs> bullpen. Oh man. Anyway, uh, I'm sure you were saying something that I was uh, shitting all over you for. <laughs> Oh, no, I was done. I was just, <laughs> I just said I saw some sweet. Uh, there was some THX 1138 art, uh, a few of those, like three or four. Uh, there's some Indiana Jones and some, uh, one Howard the Duck. I did not n- notice any American graffiti. There may have been one that I just didn't get because, right. you know, I'm not steeped in American graffiti. Right. Um, it's not the franchise that he thought it would be. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was pretty but cool. But it had all the stars. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Ving Rams, uh, Toby McGuire. Yeah. <laughs> all the cast of Twilight. <laughs> I did watch, uh, I read, uh, Kathleen's post about Twilight and I watched yeah. the trailer to the next Twilight movie. Yeah. It looks pretty amazing. Yeah. I'm, uh, uh, I commented on her, on her, uh, her, uh, blog that she wrote about Twilight, uh, that, uh, you know, I've read that the, the last novel, uh, in the Twilight series is so batshit crazy that it, uh, would be virtually unfilmable. Right. So the fact that they've turned it into two movies, uh, <laughs> like, like it sparks a curiosity in me that, that I want to see how they've, they've managed to film this, uh, Potentially unfilmable movie. It makes me wonder if uh, all of the batshit crazy is going to happen between the movies, and like this last movie will be like the aftermath, and they'll just be like, "Wow, that was crazy." Uh, well, that makes for shitty movies. Yeah, uh, oh, like, yeah. like even even shittier than a Twilight movie. Yeah, uh, and I think that uh, the batshit crazy things are pretty much throughout. That there there is okay. no break in the batshit crazy. So it's not like one event. No, yeah. yeah. Nuts. Nuts. But I'm never going to see it. Yeah, I don't think I will either. Nor will I ever read it. You know what I did see, though? Today. Mm -hmm. I watched the first three episodes of season one of Walking Dead. Yeah. I'd only ever seen the pilot. Yeah. I'm going to try to catch up with my lady. Right. Awesome. Awesome stuff. Yeah, you go fuck yourself, you asshole. (laughs) (laughs) What? 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 What is that? Because uh, who has been saying that for a year? 
Oh, and the you've guy. Been like, eh, it wasn't good. I'm not into this. I didn't. I just, I'm not. I don't want to watch this. I, I mean, it. I will, but I don't want to. <laughs> I just, I just, I don't know, I like the comics. It's not Tony Moore, I don't know. I, I said I didn't love the pilot, but I liked it. But this time around, I liked it a lot more. I liked it, because we watched the pilot again, yeah. and the first two non-pilot episodes. Yeah, I, I really, really liked it. Yeah, you go fuck yourself. Oh, I will. When right. I leave here, that's my big plan for the night. Mine too. Fucking myself <laughs> and posting something to my blog. <laughs> <laughs> About how much I enjoyed fucking myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'll just be a drawing of me. Uh, <laughs> with my penis in my own fudge tunnel. Huh. Well, you've done that before. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I have. Yeah, I, I probably have. I've seen your cartoon penis probably more <laughs> than I should have. More than, yeah, I thought you were going to say probably more than I've seen your real ones. Well, definitely more than yeah. I've seen your real ones. But that's because you're shy. Yeah. I only pull it out for naked nights. <laughs> Which today is not a naked no, night. No, unfortunately. It's just when we have guests. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're not uncultured. We only pull out all the stops when we have a, a guest over. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so is our Halloween uh, episode hasn't went up yet, has it? Oh, the, yeah. the final they one? Both are. Oh, they both are? Okay. Okay. Phantasm one is up. Yep, yep. Because I told you that uh, Kurt Dins uh, was excited that uh, I yelled at Matt. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, that's right. Well, he's kind of a classic, you know, classic personality. Yeah, yeah. So he likes to yell at people. Wait, what? Old school. Old school. What? He's old school. He likes to yell at people. Kurt Dins. But so, I'm the one that yelled. Well, but you, he was vicariously yelling oh, through okay. you. Right, right. Yeah, because that's another old school move. Oh, okay. Vicarious right. things. I'm so confused. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so, so you liked uh, The Walking Dead, finally. I really did. Uh, I'm taking you and your lady uh, watch it this afternoon. Yeah. Going to wrap up that season. Uh, I think we're going to watch another episode Wednesday night. Yeah. Like while we eat dinner and then maybe next Sunday morning watch the final two. Yeah. yeah. Uh, of course, uh, season two is uh, started. It is, it is on. Uh, I've heard uh, mostly good things so far. I haven't uh, watched it. Oh, really? Yeah. You haven't? Okay. Uh, however, my boss, uh, after the first uh, episode of season two aired, uh, came into work. He's like, have you guys ever watched that Walking Dead show? And, uh, I didn't say anything because I don't talk at work. Uh, <laughs> Makes the day go faster. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he was like, I really liked it last season, but uh, the first episode of the new season started, and, you know, if this is the kind of bullshit they're going to be doing for the second season, I'm done. Oh. Uh-oh. That <laughs> so, does sound good. I don't know. Did Charlie Adler draw the new one? <laughs> because I'm with him. I am with him. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's never mentioned anything about uh, subsequent episodes. Maybe he got over it and yeah, watched them. Or he's just done. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Who knows? I don't know. I'll watch him at some point. Me too. I have a feeling, unless it just you know takes a horrible turn, yeah. but I, I, I loved all three I'm of them. I'm actually very curious what you think of like the last couple episodes of uh, that first season, because I enjoyed them, but uh, apparently a lot of people did not. Huh. So, you know, I definitely want to know what you think about them. 
Yeah. Hopefully by this time next week. I'll know. <laughs> we'll all know. We'll and know. maybe we'll even know we can verify the whereabouts of the herpes monkey. Maybe. Maybe. Probably not. No, probably. I think that's uh if if the if the big cat didn't eat him, I think that is a mystery for the ages. Now. I think it's gonna be like the pyramids yeah. in Stonehenge yeah. and the herpes monkey. Yeah. And no one's never gonna quite know. <laughs> Ancient astronauts had something to do with the herpes monkeys. Yeah, Disappearance. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't uh, I don't have much else. Uh yeah, just uh just been doing my thing that mm. I do. Doing some drawings. Doing some drawings, watching some TVs and some movies. We could plug uh we both have a drawing uh that's gonna be up for auction slash raffle. I'm not sure how they're doing it. Uh, we could. Well we could yeah. wait. Yeah. <laughs> Especially yeah. since I don't know any information at this point. I, I know the date. It's, I know uh, the date and I know where it's going to be, but I don't know like links, websites uh, for people to go to. Yeah. So let's hold off until next week to talk okay. about that. Okay, we're not doing any artwork. Forget that. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> and uh, I think both you and I will have uh, updates on our blogs uh, before uh, next week's uh, episode anyway. So possibly. Possibly. We'll, uh, we'll go ahead and uh, talk about it then. Yeah. Okay. We'll watch for that, folks. There you go. Keep your ears peeled. Yeah. Uh, and Johnborn.net. Yeah. You like how we just scratched each other's backs there? Yeah. yeah that was good. Uh, right. Uh, I don't, uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, we can, I can pick a movie. Okay. We got right. shit to do. Yeah. We're, we're gonna do work. I got a pee. Yeah. We got, I got, uh, artwork to, to scan for yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, we're busy guys. Yeah, we are. Yeah. We're making it happen. I got a, I got a movie to finish watching after what? you. What? We're all good. I gotta go home and I might carve a pumpkin. Fuck yourself. I gotta fuck myself. Yeah. Post to my blog and I might carve a jack o' lantern tonight. I don't understand your obsession with carving jack o' lanterns. It's fun. Every week for the past month and a half, you've come <laughs> over and said, "Well, I can't do this because I gotta go carve some pumpkins." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I do. That's how I relieve the stress. I think you're a pumpkin cereal. <laughs> I might be slightly addicted. <laughs> it's uh, it's only cereal after I do it three times. Uh, yeah, this is my that's what we learned. This, yeah, <laughs> the latest dark passenger. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm reenacting the book of Leviticus through my pumpkins. <laughs> I can't build up to Revelation. It's just too much. Too much. Uh, what's the word they used? Um, uh, Oh, some sort of stage, staging. Oh, okay. Damn it, we're too dumb to operate yeah, yeah. correctly. <clears throat> so my turn to pick a movie. Yes, it is. Well, I recently found a DVD that I have been looking for for years. Like literally every time I've gone into Game Swap in the last three years, is I've asked them. This a uh, TV show? Yes. <laughs> no, no, no. That's not what I'm picking. Okay. And it's building up. I, I, I I've been looking for this collection of a TV show from the early 90s called Fishing with John. Right. And I finally found it a second time around last week. And I've watched I watched every single episode this week and it is just as amazing if not more so than I remember. But one of the episodes John Lurie goes fishing with Dennis Hopper, the late great Dennis Hopper. Yes. And I started thinking when I was watching that episode I have not seen enough Dennis Hopper movies in my Super lifetime. Mario Brothers? <laughs> I'm waiting for the Blu-ray. It's not out yet. <laughs> I'll pick it eventually. Don't you worry. 
Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Oh, no, I love that one, though. That's a, That's a good one. Yeah. But no, I looked up for movies I'd never seen with a minute, like 60s, 70s, 80s movies. And I picked one, and I checked on Netflix, and they don't have it. So I picked another one, and I checked on Netflix, and they don't have it. So this one's actually my third pick, but that doesn't mean I want to see it any less because it's, it looks awesome. All right. It, uh, it stars Dennis Hopper, John Hurt, and Rudger Hauer. Okay. And it's called The Osterman Weekend. I've heard of this. Yeah? Yeah. And that's, uh, that's my pick. All right. I am looking forward to that. Sweet. Yeah. Because I love me some Rudger Hauer. Mm-hmm. I love Ooh. me some Dennis Hopper. Who shouldn't? Who wouldn't? Who couldn't? I'm okay with John Hurt. Yeah? Is that the one I'm thinking of? Uh, Which one am I thinking of? Uh, am I he, thinking uh, he was 1984? In, yeah, uh, okay. Australian Western, yeah. The Proposition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Right, yeah. Right. So I'm not thinking... Spaceballs. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. So, so I'm not thinking of, uh, of uh, Lost in Space and... Uh, Oh, no, no, okay. no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, uh... <laughs> William Hurt. William Hurt, yeah. Altered States. Yeah. Uh, Altered yeah. States, yeah. Uh, yeah, Osterman Weekend. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Thank Sweet. You. I don't know why I toned it down that second time, but let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I'm All glad. Right, uh, yeah, let's go. Let's, let's, uh, let's, let's get, uh, let's, uh... Let's TCB. Let's TCB. Yeah. All right. We'll see All you right. next week. Yeah. You can subscribe to Gutter Trash at iTunes or directly at guttertrash.net. If you go to iTunes, please leave us a review. You can email us at eric at guttertrash.net or jason at guttertrash.net. For more info, you can find us on Facebook. Or you can go to seanborn.net or buyerbeware.guttertrash.net. Listen to our sister podcast, League Night, at league.guttertrash.net. Thank you for listening. Until next time.